It's a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. We give honor to God and we also thank God for our presiding bishop, Bishop Charles E. Blake. I'd like to thank the committee, Bishop White and also my good friend, Pastor Derek Hutchins and others of you that serves on that committee that you chose me to address this great, great church. I am really standing here with mixed emotions because I felt a strong surge of love. I felt a strong surge. You may be seated if you can. I want to get into the message expeditiously and I feel the anointing of God to preach the word tonight. Before I preach, I want to just give a little word of testimony. I want to uh, acknowledge my super different, splendiferous queen of the Nile. I want to say to all brothers that's not married, please, if you're going to marry, marry a young lady that's not too young. Marry one that knows the difference between a stroke and making faces. <laughs> you're already having a stroke, and she thinks you're you making faces. I won't call the ambulance, and when the ambulance does come, she say, I thought he was just making faces. So my wife knows the difference between a stroke and making faces. Sister Beverly Carter, would you stand? I want to acknowledge her. And I have also my son, uh, E.J. Carter, that's that's my only son. And we had the scare of our life on uh, September, uh, uh, the beginning of October. My son was shot at close range with a 357 Magnum three times. And one of the bullets came through the back and came out of his neck and didn't hit any major arteries. My son could have been a Michael Brown or Trayvon Martin. Stand up, son. Come over, come over here. That, that handsome boy. Uh, you know. Oh, the best thing. my baby and he could have been gone but God loves you and I got my grandbaby here Dallas William Carter you know what I was a bad boy bad boy what you gonna do when they come for you? They came for me 12 times. 
Mama couldn't help me. Daddy couldn't help me. But Jesus is the best thing. tell you church I never had a family Woo! going in and out of jail but one day one 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 day I met the best thing Y'all sit down, I just want to say a little something, but mm -hmm, uh, the best thing, I used to drink a little wine, smoke some dope, and told a few jokes. But he forgave my sins and took me in. I have, I have, I have the best thing. I don't need no whiskey no more. Don't need no wine no more. Don't need no dope. Cause I'm high on hope I know he's all right Hey, hey I know he's all right I know he's all right this is Saturday night the eagle flies on Friday and Saturday I go out to play but now I've been born 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 again well I may as well I'm out here we got to go home early Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know what? What happened to me is that uh, I was in the world, came out of a broken home. Daddy couldn't help me. Mama couldn't help me. But somebody told me about Jesus. And said, if you come to Jesus, he'll make your life beautiful. And what happened? When I got in the church, the word got into my cerebrum and processed the thought. Then it got into my medulla obligata. And it got into my, cere into my cerebellum. And when you get the word in you, and get in your brain and Jesus said ye shall know the truth and truth will make you free when you get the word in your cerebellum your hands will go up your feet will get light you'll prove that God is powerful God can get all in you Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I got out here, I tell you, that's not the way you do it, young preachers. That's not the way you do it. Let me just give you all what you call an, an ellipsis. That is, there's some other stuff 
that will be, leave, be left out because of the time. But there is a burden that's in my heart, and I even wrote about it. Uh, I even wrote something for the pastors when people refuse to be pastored. The heifer and the horsefly. So Egypt is a pretty heifer, but the horsefly is coming from the north. Dealing with unruly members. When you're unruly and the pastor can't handle you, then God will loose the flies. And those flies have been anointed and appointed to you to sting the heifer back in line. And then I identify at least five different sheep. And one of them is a Judas sheep. She's perverted or he's perverted and they fight leadership and they take other sheep away from the fold to the slaughter. And I got in here 10 things you don't do to a pastor. And then 10 things you do for a pastor. And that part is shoe fly, don't bother me. <laughs> I'm always writing. And uh, of course, I wrote the book, Sin Makes You Stupid. Anytime you lay your head on Delilah's lap and tell the secret of your Nazarite vow, after that woman tried to have you arrested three different times, you're stupid. 45% percent, uh, percent of bank robbers are arrested annually for using their own deposit slip for the hold-up note. Stupid. Sin makes you stupid. And I just wrote this book, and uh, uh, the theology of the limp versus the theology of wholeness. When you take Jacob's limp and equate it to a moral defect, that is the wrong theology. I think I had my notepad back there. And uh, there is a insidious move of the devil that is gradually sneaking up on us and pulling us away from our yes, no no, I want the, my notes I got a lot in my mind but somebody took my notes and uh, where is, oh here it is oh, there it is there it is I don't know how long I'm going to hold you, but I'm trying to hold you as short as I can because this is very important. Now, some of you have heard it on the YouTube. That was just a skeleton. But as I begin to read uh, with a serendipitous reading style, prone to discover, and I found out that we are really fighting against men, acrimants of men, mental perspicacious men, sharp minds that have crept into the church. And we are dealing with seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. I mean, it's all on the radio and television and they are seducing our people because they are perceived to be mavens. They are perceived to be experts in their field. And I want you to know that Hebrew 5 said, if you are not skilled in the word, you are a babe. If you're not skilled in the word, you're a babe. It's not good for babies to interfere in grown folk 
conversation. If you're going to be an apologist, and I think we all ought to be recruited to be an apologist, and that is one who will defend the faith, but you cannot defend the faith if you are a neophyte baby, unskilled in the Word. I think everybody ought to be a student of the Word. And don't be afraid of the word theology. It's just the, the logos theos, the study of God and His Word. The theos logos, God and His Word. And I tell you, when I read God's Word, something happens to me. And don't frown when somebody use intellectual terms. And that's the trick of the devil is to cause us to not embrace intellectualism. We think it's a sin to learn. But my people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. And uh, Jesus made a statement. I mean, the Logos speaks and he said, <laughs> to those Jews who believe him now, if you abide in my word, and, uh, 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 then you will become my disciple indeed, and you shall know the truth. Uh, know the truth, and truth will make you free, not set you free. The truth will work in you, anachronosis, that God comes in and regenerates, renovates, and restores to normalcy. See, when you have the Holy Ghost working in you, and that Word is in you, it will work in you the will and to do. And metamorphosis is all right, but it's anatomical, but I'm talking about the morphine. I'm talking about the inside. Now watch this. Renovated, taking some stuff out so some stuff can come in. Anachronosis. I'm talking about my wife. Uh, we're having our house uh, renovated. Old stuff is gone. New rugs. New floors, new cabinets. That is anachronosis. Some of us, we look good on the outside. That's your schema. That's the outside. But what about your morphe? Now, when I say morphe, I'm talking about, listen to this. We are the stewards of the mystery of God. And I, I wrote this down. Failing to study God's word with serendipity you relegate God to a trivial, nugatory position of less than parted. God is too great for you to trivialize him. Then he gives us all homework. Somebody's afraid of a word like anthropomorphism. I learned that in Sunday school. It means that Jesus is the physical manifestation of God in the flesh. Now watch this. This is some heavy stuff. And watch God who is the uncaused cause. The divine became human. The almighty became a baby. And the infinite became finite. And the eternal became temporal. And the unchangeable became changeable. And the invisible became visible. And the creator became the creature. Sustainer became dependent. Jesus was God and man at the same time. He became God and he remained, listen, he became a man and remained God. He became God and, 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 and listen, he's God and man at the same time. This is in, ineffable because it's too great to describe. It's wonderful, it's excitingly wonderful. It's marvelous, it's astonishing, unusually good, it's admirable that Jesus Christ is part of the monogenes. That is, he is the son sharing all power that the father has. Ontologically, the nature of Jesus is the same as the father. And he's not created. 
He's always been <laughs> and always will be. And watch this. He's gone, still here, and coming back. I don't know nobody that's gone and still here and coming back. Mm, 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 mm. Thank you, Jesus. And you know what? There's a big lie going around, and you know what theology does? It flosses the, the mind. You ever heard of flossing the teeth? Theology, which is elucid, elucidation, which is to make it clear. Instead of having doubt, fear, and suspicion, that is the disease of the mind. And you know, the only thing that can move doubt, fear, and suspicion is the absolute truth. I need the truth because a lie won't work. And Jesus said to, to the Jews that believed on him, said, you need to hear this truth and the truth will make you free. They say, we're we Abraham's seed. We have never been bound. Jesus said, listen here, you are of your father, the devil. They said Jesus was born from fornication. They was calling him a bastard. But Jesus called, called him something too. He said, you are of your father, the devil. Why? Because you still sin. You are a sinning people. On that note, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. And old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. Do you know God wants us to be normal? And do you know it takes supernatural power to be normal? We got some people, you are nominal, that you are a Christian by label, but you're not a Christian in fact. So we have a mixed congregation. We got some natural-minded people who do not receive the Word of God. They're impervious to the Word of God. They reject the Word of God, and nothing has changed. Then we have the carnal people, and they think that they're all right. No, carnality is death. To be spiritually-minded is life and peace, but to be carnally-minded is death. That's why you're sitting there non-participatorial, unengaged, aloof, and slow, obtuse, and seem to be impervious to any new ideas, sitting there in an ignominious condition without any expectation of exploration. You're suffering from the hardening of the arteries and arthritis of the conscience and atrophy of idleness. You've been laying by the pool. You've been coming to these revivals. You've been going to Memphis and St. Louis, laying by the pool for 38 long years, and you're still a sissy. You're still a homemonger. You still lie. You st how many, how many convocations you need before you get to live at? you need to take. How many prayer meetings? And you know what you're doing? You're standing in the way of sinners and you're sitting in the seat of the scornful. But I want you to know you at the time of orgy. Orgy is God's anger. But in between orgy you have, you have prelepsarian grace. That's God time to cool off so he won't come in the heat of the day. And God cools off and he, he gave Jezebel time to repent, but she wouldn't. That's God's prelepsarian grace. But in, listen, after God get angry and start 
acting might. You don't want to fall into the hands of an angry God. I want you to know you have argue God's anger, then you have Thumas. Thumas is God's judgment. And somebody want to know how come people keep sinning? After you say you're born again, but yet you still sin, sinning, I-N-G, E-R, that means a present participle ongoing. You practice sin. You, you, I got something for you. I got something for all these homosexuals just walking around here with your pocketbooks, with your tight pants and your bow tie, and you're walking like a girl. You need deliverance. I'm going to tell you why you're not delivered. And I'm going to tell you what's wrong with you. Walking around here looking like a sissy. And they don't want nobody to say nothing about you. I'm going to say something about you. You are perverted and you're lost. There is no anachronosis. Walking like a woman. You are a hybrid conundrum. You're confusing. And I blame some of these preachers. You got the sissies up there pray, doing praise and worship. You know what that is? That is insidious preaching. That means sit there till something hits you by some kind of ambush. And I'm going to show you where even the priesthood was fired. In the book of Hosea, he said, I'm going to fire you because you stumbling in the day, in the night, and the people stumbling in the day, and my people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. You are a cheap preacher. They can just pay you a car and some suits and alligator shoes. You'll be, you'll be just like Ray Charles and your assistant pastor is Stevie Wonder. You don't want to see nothing. But all you want is toys. You are a Toys R Us preacher. You're an avangular preacher. You are the candy man. Because the candy man makes the world taste good. You make the world taste good. How much is the preacher in the window? Just give him some ties. Buy him a car. You're cheap. You're cheap. You won't tell him the truth because you want the numbers. You know who you are? You are Bishop Nimrod that's pastoring a Babylonian church with a Walmart marketing system that cut the price to keep the people coming. You know that boy is a sissy. And listen, the Bible says the wicked struts when the violence of men are promoted. When they see sissies up here leading praise and worship, they say it's all right. You just gave them a license to sin and God gonna get you Fumas is coming with your diaphanous cheap self all you want is a suit and some alligators you're cheap Paul said having all but possessing possessing all but got nothing what about kenosis what about denying accolades? And what about denying honor and prestige and be like Jesus? Jesus gonna get you. And I'm gonna tell you, God fires by death. He fired the whole priesthood. And then in Malachi, say, I gave you the word. I put my word in your mouth, but you won't tell him. Then you take the sacrifice that's full of dung 
and I'm going to take the dung and put it in your children's face. See, what we do in moderation, our children to go to the extreme. The undercover boss is here. I said, the undercover boss is here. We ain't got no time for you to be no pimp daddy and, and looking sweet. And you're making the world taste good. And Hezekiah showed his treasure and the prophet said, everything you got going to be taken. Instead of him testifying about God healing him, he showed the ambassador from uh, Babylon his treasure. I think it is oxymoronic. It is cheap for you to be showing off your car, showing off your clothes, showing off your shoes, and you're not like Jesus. Because Jesus came riding on a donkey. I know you can ride. I know you can ride a Rolls Royce. I know you can ride a Lamborghini. But can you ride a donkey? Get on there. He got the wrong key. The wrong key, son. Can you ride? Can you ride? Can you ride? Can you ride a donkey? I'm glad that my Jesus is a donkey riding Jesus. You see, when you know who you are, when you know you got a stallion in your future, you can ride. You can ride a donkey. Look at somebody's, can you ride? Can you ride? Can you ride a donkey? Sometimes your house is a donkey house. Your clothes is a donkey clothes. But when you know who you are, go in your donkey house and try not to spend more than you make on things you don't need to impress folk you don't like and transgressing the law of your budget trying to impress somebody my wife and I we downsize hallelujah look at your, your car worth more than your church and we've been given to the building fund and we ain't seen nothing yet Nothing. Nothing. What I want to tell every preacher, mm, the reason why you cannot have a limp, which means a weakness, and try to make it acceptable and endure instead of endure, and you got a limp. Jacob can't be part of the ministry because he got a limp. In Leviticus 21, no limp, no broken wrist, no broken wrist, because you got to handle the word with skill. You can't have cross eyes, because you own the wall. You got to tell <laughs> what of the night. You can't see men as trees walking. You got to see things clearly. You can't have a broken foot because how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel. Feet means lifestyle. It means you're not fornicating. You're not committing adultery. You don't have a sweetheart in the hotel waiting for you to get there. You're monogamous. Your heart is fixed. Your mind is made up. Your medulla obligata is filled with the Holy Ghost. Your cerebrum, 206 bones, 600 muscles being controlled by your cerebellum. You see, when you've got the word in you, how can I, how can I hurt Jesus?
when he's on the inside and then worship is proskuneo it means i'm in a state of worship i'm in a state of obedience how you gonna be a sissy if you worship it it's not just on sunday morning but if you're in a state of obedience it's 24 7 everything in me bless his holy name my home of Thumadon, my spirit soul and body is lined up with god my liver my spleen y'all ain't gonna help me my spine everything is in glory glory you got to get in worship not just when you come here but in the morning when you get up put yourself on the cross i said put yourself on the cross that's the only thing that your flesh your flesh need to cross the blood deals with what you have done but the cross deals with you your propensity your proclivity your subject to fall your parapetonis I'm talking about not just parapetto that means you did it and you wanted to do it and not paratoma oops I didn't mean to do it but when you deal with parapasantis it means you tell Jesus goodbye I don't believe you no more I don't need you no more and you're telling Jesus I'm not a homosexual and if I am it's all right and that's ace of gear that's lasciviousness it means you're unbridled you got insatiable appetite you're burning in your flesh and Jesus said since you don't want me since you won't believe me you rather serve the creature rather than the creator you did you suppress the truth you don't want to hear the truth because you're sensual you want to feel like a girl I wish God would give you the monthly of a girl I wish he have you bleeding out of your butt I believe he have you I believe God yeah since you want to be a girl I say since you want to be a girl God ought to put it all on you have you switching and put pumps on you he said since you don't believe me I'm gonna turn you over to a reprobated mind and you know what you know I wish I had more time but listen you know what the, the, the homosexual will be punished but the fact of the matter that he's being punished right now the homosexuality is the punishment your switching is the punishment your your high heel shoes is the punishment your pocketbook and your lipstick is the punishment your tight pants is the punishment the worst thing god can do to you is turn you over to you and you will self-destruct god Says, since you want your, your homosexuality, I'll even legalize it. I'll even make it legal. I'll bind you to it so you can't get out of it. And anybody that do such things, not only homosexuality, but in Romans 1, you that's unkind, unforgiving, you that's sitting up here, with grudge in your heart mean as a junkyard dog you are vile too and you're worthy of death you won't forgive nobody taking each other to court between a heathen judge but the judge is coming Pumas is coming Pumas is coming God's tired of you messing up his church you done messed up your house messed up your job now you're messing up the church 
But upon this rock I build my church And the gates of hell Shall not prevail against it God wants the church God wants a holy church Get rid of your parapersonists Get ready And give God glory Somebody praise him Until you get anointed Praise him people in your church know you're shacking and you won't tell them nothing. I got my son who is a six foot one robust football player. He said, Daddy, all these homosexuals around here. I'm going to tell you what's going on. When the man that was full of demons in Mark 5 he came running to Jesus to worship him with the demons. We got folks shouting up and down here because they don't respect us. That's another thing the Bible says. I will relegate you to disrespect. I'll make you low. I'll scandalize you. And I'm going to tell you another thing. The reason why our church is not growing, because we ain't fighting nothing. We ain't fighting nothing. The doctor fighting disease. The police fighting crime. What do we fight? We insidiously make room for these people. They just sit there. But God's going to get you. Somebody gonna get fired. Who you think you are? Dumb dogs that won't bark. The enemy is coming and you won't bark. And I'm doing this for posterity. I'm gonna tell you, I used to have a limp too. My limp was anger and violence and I love women but discipline is to make one woman your wife and I'm going to tell you young men I'm going to tell you young men don't listen to these apostate prophets these old losers, these old punks in the church done turn people out with your low-down self. I'm going to tell you young men for posterity, don't be a playboy don't get in the ministry for big cars. Because I want to tell you, Jesus is better than a car. Jesus is the best. your church, you got the sissies doing praise and worship. I'm not going back to no place because I know I turn it out. You know he's, let's praise the Lord. I went to a church and I'm going to close. I know I got to come in. Y'all can pull me in if you want. 
But y'all took a lot of time for y'all putting me up. Now I went to a church and watch this. When I walked in, all the homosexuals, they, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And the pastor, the pastor was in on it because he heard me pre-taught about the, the limp and whatever. He got convicted. He said, I'm going home and call a, 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 a holy assembly. And he brought me in. And when they saw me, they were tormented. See, the Jesus in you are the torment. The Jesus in you ought to make them nervous. How come they're comfortable around you? You know why? Because you're the candy man. And you make the world taste good. But after the night, Fumas is coming. I went to this church, and, the, and the, see, I'm a prophet, and prophets are like mosquitoes. They bother people. And the water is stagnant, so here come the mosquitoes bothering people. It takes courage to preach the gospel. You can't be no weakling and preach the gospel. You got to be like Joshua, Jesus and Joshua, the same name. Joshua is warrior. I went to this church. I'm going to be through. I went to this church. Lord, they had them everywhere. And, and so he had, he had the, the, the praise and worship leader. We ought to do some vetting. And uh, so... The preacher put it, set it up. He said, I want you to sing the song for Dr. Carter. Get up. He got up. I give you all of me. I give you all. I give you all. All me. But when I got through preaching, he took all of him out to church. And he said, all you Baptist people, get ready. He said, I'm going to the Baptist church. And the pastor said, I gave him all kinds of opportunity. I incorporated him. And he got up and backed me up. He said, I want to know how long you have to stay by the pool and not get delivered. He said, I'm tired. And if you leave the church, God will send somebody else. You can't let a few trees keep you from the vista of the forest. You got to preach by faith. You got to live by faith. And don't get in trouble with God. The church is a hospital. But let me give you this. Now, somebody come get me now. Somebody come get me. The church is a hospital. But he who would heal the lepers must not be one. you going to heal the leper and you sick. You limping. And when you got a limp, you'll preach your limp. And you'll try to justify your limp. Where we all are human. Oh, I meant to tell you, we're not just human. Because the infinite now indwells the finite. So now we are super finite. We're not just human. 
We are superhuman. Now y'all ain't saying that. You need to be superhuman in order to keep normalcy. Am I making any sense? He who would heal the leper. If you're going to heal the leper, you must not be one. Change your style. Cut your hair. Stop looking like a girl. Stop endorsing them. And the best way to endorse any company is to dress like them. Get out of the bed with Catholicism. Don't be antinomianistic. Get out of Gnosticism that says whatever I do with my body does not affect my spirit. And uh, Calvinism, I can do anything. That's the Bible. God told me that we are dealing with the acrimony of men, mental perspicacious men that uses their sophistry. That means clever reasoning, but wrong. Get back to your Pentecostal roots. Don't go to a liberal seminary, find a full gospel Pentecostal seminary and get your mind organized and floss your brains. I'm done. I'm done. Listen, if you're here and you're not saved, I want you to come this way. If you want to be delivered, the water's trouble. Come from wherever you are and get delivered. Come on, get delivered. Come from wherever you are. Come from wherever you are. Thank you, man. Hallelujah. Come from wherever you are. The water's trouble.